This is a Bunker Boy production. everybody and how is everybody doing um today we got a uh a special guest um this is gonna be the first time where we've done done a podcast where we couldn't see our guest but we got the best part which is we can hear our guest which is more powerful than seeing them so with that said we got christopher gibson a good friend of ours how you doing chris man real good how are you guys good so good <laughs> so good i love that i just i i kind of anticipate when i'm gonna hear his voice and then it just surprises you you know it's it's perfect yeah. <laughs> i'm the ghost yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to bud oh man fucking trying to stay dialed in um this past year i officially launched my own business under the dharma squad name and then after kind of shooting my shot at every opportunity i could uh and i mean i was like i had a ebay going and amazon seller thing i was doing like every side gig i could find like wiring cat 5 cables for security cameras uh trying to find walls and other art gigs and stuff and then uh otsego resort decided to take me on kind of more full-time um, I'm still a consultant, so I don't technically work here, but I have an office, um, and I'm, I'm here every day. So that's kind of became the the main gig that stuck. So just out here on that marketing grind. Hell yeah, dude! So you were doing some low voltage wiring. Oh you were yeah, doing I was the old uh, Cat fives. Exploring basements. Uh, yeah. Everything, old old shit that's underneath Gaylord um but yeah just all kinds of random stuff blowing insulation um trying to do more art but obviously like if you're an artist and you think you're gonna pay all the bills with that you're kind of kidding yourself at least up here i mean when it comes to gaylord though you were the only one i knew that was doing like crazy wall art i mean not crazy in a bad way like sick wall art like you had that cafe kind of behind the the funeral home or in front of the funeral home i guess what was that cafe called that was the first one i remember seeing and then you did oh, that seems like new and late yes yeah and then you did the bamboo i forget the name of that place too i haven't been back in gaylord in a while but that bamboo like the the thai food or the china chinese food yep alloy bamboo that that one was fun for sure yeah that thing is definitely like a staple if you haven't been to gaylord and you pull in and you just you're going downtown and you see that thing. You're like, damn, that's nice. Definitely. Heck and then, yeah, man. And then I think the last time, I don't know if Brad's seen you since, but I think the last time Brad and I saw you was you were working on the skate park. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. You guys stopped by there. God, that was hot. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah. How did you get that gig? How did you what did you have to do to you know oh, finesse man, that, that gig? That was like so much red tape because that had been a, a dream of mine like since we moved to the skate park and saved it. Yeah. And I wanted to paint it and then I was like crunching some numbers. I was on my spray paint websites and I was like Dang, this is gonna cost like ten grand. I can't just like what front wow. this. So I had to start getting in with uh, the Gaylord Council for the Arts, which uh, I'm now on their Visual Arts Committee as well as their uh, Financing Committee, and we started trying to write grants for it. And one of the grants eventually stuck. So that was like a really cool learning process. And then after that, it was just a matter of me finding all the artists that I wanted to collaborate on it and getting everyone together, uh, settling on a price to pay everyone and then working with the budget throughout the winter and kind of getting the graphics together, making sure everyone's on the same page theme wise and stuff. And then just pulling it off in a two week window that we had to close the skate park. Wow. wow. It came out, it came out gnarly, dude. Like that thing looks each, each like section in that park, you can tell, I mean, I didn't know there was like a theme you guys were going for, but because it seems like everyone had their own little, you know, idea of what they were going to do on each section, but it all, it came together really nice. It looks really sick. Thank you, man. And yeah, the theme was just rebirth. So like, uh, I mean, the last thing I want to do is put other artists in a box. So I wanted like just a simple one word thing, like you define what this means to you and throw it up. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, that that big. What is it? A seven footer? Is that what that half pipe used to be? But now it's like twenty a footer. No, come on. <laughs> come on. That quarter pipe with like the Just big like the... <laughs> the phoenix or whatever. I I think it's a phoenix of some sort. Yeah. Yep. That thing is. It's just all of it's gnarly. I mean, uh, yeah, that I, was a uh, Brandon Spies piece, and he like called in for the first week that we were working on it, and then he messages me and is like, "I don't know, man. You might just want to give my ramp to someone else. I don't think like I'm gonna be able to get there in time." And I was like, "Nah, like <laughs> we put too much in this, buddy. Like, yeah, I could bang your wall out for you, but that's not." what we're doing here so just show up and try and then he banged out the entire piece in eight hours whoa was like, what the fuck were you worried about bro like, <laughs> go help everyone else now <laughs> so how much time did that whole thing take then if he was able to bang that out in eight hours what was like the the overall period of time that that took um so we had a two-week window i'd say some people like the the novices your first time working on a big wall there's like more to it than you expect and you're gonna have like new challenges and opportunities that you got to cover but uh let's see so brandon's was eight hours mine came in at like 15 hours and i think everyone else was like 20 hours or up wow wow dang yeah, I remember me and AJ were there, and we just seen you, and then we got in our car, and I remember the last thing you said to us was like, keep it up on the podcast, boys. Yeah. And me and AJ got in the car, and we looked at each other, and we were like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man. It's good to see you guys creating, and like, 
it seems like it's becoming such a rare thing. Like everyone just wants to focus on the grind and then like go home and relax, which I fucking get like relaxing is the coolest thing ever throwing on a dumb video game and like straight chilling. Yeah. Like not talking to people. I want to be all about that, but you gotta, you gotta have that courage to create and it makes a difference in the world. And definitely I'm sure you guys have seen it enrich your own lives throughout. It it changes you. It's great. You you end up looking forward to it. At first it was definitely a new a new thing to add to the arsenal. Like you could you could see that at least for me, I don't want to speak for Brad, but I was always like, Oh wow, we're already shooting another one. I was it's like damn. But then after a while it kinda of becomes routine and then you get excited for it and you I don't know. There we have interesting people like you come on and we get to talk to people and just ask them how they've been doing because, you know, we're both not in Gaylord right now, so it's nice to just reconnect with people and see what they're up to. It's just a, it's a cool, you know, element to the the podcast that I don't think we looked into when we first started. But I think it's kind of like the, at least for me, that's kind of the thing I look forward to is talking to people and just seeing what they're up to, you know? Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, like back in the 90s, that was the best ever. Like you go home and then you call one of your friends on the phone and you talk for three hours. That's one thing I like about online gaming too. Like, yeah, I'm here for the game, but like, I'm just glad I'm like chatting with my homies. Right. We can, we can disguise this phone call by shooting some people in the head or whatever. Right. Chatting it up, bro. So true. That is facts. Um, Fuck, what do I got? I had a few questions for you. Oh, so speaking of like creating, I don't know how long ago this was. It was back before my Facebook got hacked, which was a while ago, but I was friends with you on Facebook and I noticed you um, you would post these videos of you like hitchhiking, like you were doing like hitchhiking vlogs and you were just moving oh, across yeah. the country. How did how did that start? Were you try, Were you just doing that to... I don't know, be a nomad or something or what, what's the story behind that? So it was kind of a common theme in my life, especially, uh, well, mostly only before I got sober, um, like kind of come to Michigan, uh, party way too hard for too long. Um, (laughs) and then like, you know, the little dramas start to pile up, but then like, Uh, I think the cops are looking for me or like I'm (laughs) super out of cash, like about to lose the apartment. Like, all right, I got to get out of here. Like what's my escape plan. And so, I mean, honestly, dude, I just needed, like I needed distance between me and my own bullshit and travel has always been a pretty good option, like money or not to figure that out. And uh, so, yeah, I just figured I'd fucking walk to Florida and hopefully when I got back, I'd be chill again. So that's incredible. That's awesome. So you made it all the way to Florida then? Yeah, yeah. Um, A lot of rides, a couple (laughs) short bus rides, like people bought me bus tickets because like trying to hitchhike out of like Atlanta is a bitch like. everyone's all spooky and like no one wants to stop and talk to you or anything so it's like all right i'm gonna get on a greyhound i'll get 60 miles south from here once you're in a nice like smaller town then you can like make eye contact with people again and it's easier to move 
Was Atlanta pretty scary? Oh my god, dude! Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I literally was. What was the name? I don't remember the name of the road, but I had like just stepped foot in like the downtown area, like obviously not the fun part of downtown. Yeah, because I had I hadn't been off the bus for maybe eight minutes, and some guy tries to snatch my hiking bag off of my back. And I've got like the chest buckle and the hip buckle and he's yanking at it. And I'm like, it's connected to me. (laughs) (laughs) You are so sad on getting this bro, but it's like connected Uh, to me. He was going to have to, he was going to have to just end up taking you with him. If he wanted that thing. Exactly. (laughs) That's every time someone's tried to snatch my bag, they just get super frustrated. Like, so there's been multiple, there's been multiple times sorry to cut you off but that's just oh for sure yeah i mean like if if you're sleeping in ditches and shit like yeah yeah i'm just like some skinny white kid like they probably think i'm all fucked up on something you know and just like an easy target they go to (laughs) grab my bag like downtown new york when they did it um my bag was connected to a scaffolding pole like i had tied it around the scaffolding and then went to sleep on the bag and so when the guy went to grab it, he's yanking on the pole. And then he looks at me and he's getting all frustrated. I'm like, I, I'm sorry. I wish I could help, dude. But <laughs> not today. That's wild, man. Oh, my. Well, Chris, if I seen you, I would try to buy you a bus ticket. I wouldn't try to snatch your bag, if that makes sense. Hell, yeah. Well, thank you, dude. <laughs> if you see anyone like me, go ahead and help them out. Yeah. Wow. You mentioned uh, during that story that, you you were like worried you wouldn't be able to you know pay for your apartment but or was that the apartment that was right next to the the police station is that the one you're you're referring to yeah yeah the one we started like pissing on the floor and kicking holes in the wall and shit near the end there (laughs) i remember i remember me and brad stopped over a few times and you had all those i don't know what's the name of not bongos but you had like drums up there Jembe's, yeah yeah i remember it was just me and brad in your apartment for some like for, i don't know a couple hours and we just were banging <laughs> on those on those things for i don't know until our hands were were bleeding it felt like but that oh, that apartment yeah. was incredible i mean to to me anyways i don't know if you necessarily liked it but i just that was at the point in like high school where i was you know i had gotten my license and i was just going out and i I don't know. I think I was connected to you through Dom and that's kind of when everything, that's when everything just kind of, you know, went fast paced. It seemed like I was hanging out there going to different parties and whatnot, but did you ever get in any trouble from across the street? Like, were you ever too loud? Was there any, uh, no, I mean the Gaylord police have always, at least the past like decade, they really loved me. Like, so we, we'd be out there drinking beers on the curb and like flagging <laughs> them down just to shoot the shit and stuff. Like, cause at, at the end of the day, like, you know how we roll, like we're not going to go out there and hurt people or break shit. Like no one's going to be like ODing. There's not going to be any domestic violences or anything. Like if someone gets in a fight, it's cause someone needed their ass kicked. So, right. Right. Like, yeah, that's typically how that goes. baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, Chris, what are you all doing at Otsego Resort? Because I remember me and you used to do snowboard instructing at Treetops. Are you doing any instructing out there, or what do you got going? 
so uh second winter that i've kind of got away from the instructing scene which has been real nice i'll still take on a private lesson for like a homies kids or something once in a while um mm -hmm. which is super nice because i just charge a hundred an hour and i pocket the whole thing mm. um but uh they needed a marketing manager and I figured I've got YouTube so I can figure out what that means as we go. Right. Um, and uh, I put in a super lowball bid for what it would cost if they used me as their consulting through Dharma Squad. And since then, uh, just been getting steady raises and more stuff to do. But lots of content to make, lots yeah. of graphic arts, which is fun. Um, like figuring out how to do all the back end stuff on the website and the booking agents. I uh, get a, like, I, I love making ads and stuff. Like I just made a hilarious rap song for the bump day <laughs> specials that we have. That's okay. on the Eagle. So like, it's super fun stuff. And it's like, it's just content they need, you know, like, yeah. and the owners listen to me when I'm like, Hey, we should cut a new glade here. And they're like, all right, go take a chainsaw and you can cut a new glade. Tell us what you're calling it. And we'll put it on the map. And uh, hoping to get like a disc golf course is definitely coming Let's go. this spring, as well as a hot tub finally, because I don't know what a ski resort's doing without a hot tub. So I think I won that battle and we'll be getting that too. But it's really cool. Everyone yeah. like seems open to my creative ideas. Um, everything I do is completely like on me. So like I've got to self start and figure out what needs to be done. Um, there's also very little like feedback, which is a struggle, you know, when you're yeah. working, you're like, you tell me if this sucks or not. Dude, like, I understand what that's like with doing this. Like for sure. Like, I mean, I'm gonna tell you right now, you have so you have a really good reach on um the advertising though, because I was just on Facebook watching one of Jordan Ari's like films that he put together for you guys. And dude, I love watching all of his films that he makes with that little flying like hover drone thing. Everything's just so clean yeah. looking. Yeah, yeah, we we love flying the drones. Um, just got a new one, and there's some connectivity issues, which is super lame. Because the old one I had, the old beater, back when I was whitewater rafting, I could fly that thing follow cam style through a canyon, and be like a mile away from it, and still have connection and be able to fly it back and stuff. Really? This new one. This new one. I'll fly it twenty feet in front of me, and it's like I need a break, man. Like I'm, all right, <laughs> I'm just gonna shut off. Like huh. that sucks. Super weak, but that's technology, man. All that planned obsolescence and just mm -hmm. you never know how long the new thing's gonna be new and when it's gonna program to break <sighs> on you. Right. Damn. Fuck. But that's pretty cool, man. It's exciting. Yeah, for sure. So, like, what are some I mean, of your ideas to get, like, feedback, and what do you got planned? Like, you have anything big you're going to try doing, or? Yeah, um, like, three-year plan. I'm hoping for an all-out big-budget music festival on the property. Oh, okay. Um, I hit up, uh, what was it, Peach Fest in Pennsylvania and realized you can have a full-blown music festival, like, on the mountain like people can camp on the hill i always thought it'd be super lame because you know you'd be flopping over sideways and stuff but there's so many like knolls like in the woods and everything where it becomes flattened out like we could put 
10,000 people on the ski hills in tents, you know, like no problem. Oh bro. We just got to like figure out toilets and stuff and we'll be good to go. And then just what have the stage at the base or at the uh, the bottom of the hill? Is that what you're thinking? Like near the um, where the, where so you get on the chairlifts? I'm thinking uh, a tiny stage at the top of the hill, a uh, big stage at the bottom near the river cabin, and then another oh. tiny stage deeper in the woods at uh, the Beaver Dam. Oh, that's a good. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah man, I, I think nothing like that. It it definitely would be scary. So that's why it's long term dreams right there. Like right now, right. I'm still in the process of showing them. Like, if you if you give me two grand or ten grand, like here's here's the return on your investment. Like, I'm gotcha. not gonna just blow your money for stuff that I think is fun. But everything I think is fun is what I'm gonna spend my money on because I know there's an ROI to it. Like, yeah. yeah. Wow. I'd say you're the right guy for that job. That, <laughs> yeah, that, dude. That place needs uh, like a little facelift, I think, because back in the day, for sure. Back in the day, if when I was younger, I felt like it was it was popping, and then as I grew up, it just slowly kind of, I don't know, I stopped going there, and it just never felt the same. But like when when the Olympians came in like 2000, that was sweet. That was the last time I saw it like really popping, you know. Yeah. That was that was a great time. Get those Olympians back. I'm sure that's easy. He, I would love to, man. <laughs> and I mean, that's so when you guys were growing up throughout this process, you were witnessing essentially the death of the entire action sports industry. You know, right. like that's Tony Hawk's getting older. Like it's not about skating, it's about Robin Big playing pranks on each other yeah. now. That's and true. everything kind of has been dissolving since then with that gap in between who can afford it and who can't. And now mm -hmm. like if, if you're going to be out in one of the big mountains, like doesn't even matter where you're either employee housing, sleeping in a bunkhouse with four other dudes and poor as shit, but you get a ski there yeah. or you showed up on a fucking helicopter, <laughs> you know, like that middle ground is disappearing. Like right in our whole society, like middle class is getting, chewed out and it's affected the industry as a whole like completely there's aside from that huge boom we got after covid when everyone was like i gotta go outside i gotta do something yeah right. but like it's it's been a steady decline man and i mean it's an industry where you're lucky to be in the black one out of every three ski seasons so like even like just for kathy and gary the owners now like it takes some real balls to have like an $8 million investment and be like, you know what we should buy a ski resort. Yeah, <laughs> like, for real. Like, so there's, there's some passion they've got for like the land and the community and the, the more passionate people like me that we can get in the right positions. Like we can start to bounce things back in the right direction. Cause again, back to like you guys doing the podcast, people would rather just sit there instead of doing a podcast, instead of making art, instead of going skiing. Right. So like, you gotta like, you gotta be able to show people that there's value in being out here and spending the money and doing the thing. That's, that's very well said. Truth right there. Yeah. <laughs> wow.
something. We just do, now will will you have anything to do with the golf course aspect of that? Are you going to be promoting for that as well, like marketing wise, like during the 100%. summertime? Yep. I actually uh, I took the position last April. I think like April eighteenth. So that that was me like trying to figure out my workflows and what I was supposed to do and stuff, which yep. was hilarious because I was spending like six hours on one image and everything <laughs> seemed like super overwhelming. Like I'm never going to get this all done. And like nowadays it's show up at eight 30 in the morning and, and usually be done by noon with everything that I could possibly do. And then I've got my whole afternoon to learn, to work on myself and make my dog happy and then just go nice. play. Nice. <laughs> nice, dude. You got a dog? Yeah, yeah. Got Anky dude. He's uh, chewing on a deer <laughs> antler right next to me now. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> he took uh, two nice ski laps right before I got on the Zoom with you guys. So Let's go, dude. Let's go. Dude, he's he's so fast for a Pomeranian. Like, it's mind-blowing. <laughs> he turns right into a sled dog and, like, loses his shit, barking at my skis, screaming at everyone. He's like, I gotta run! I gotta yeah. run! Dude, do you, does that CEO club still do those snow skate rentals? No, we don't Thank have gosh. any of those right now. <laughs> those, were, those were a hazard, man. Oh, man. Those are definitely a hilarious hazard. Yeah, those were a hazard. Um, But, oh. dude, coming with uh, sobriety, I've seen you've been drinking some non-alcoholic beverages, right? Yeah, hell yeah. Well, what's athletic your favorite? What's your favorite athletic brewing, dude? That's what comes to yep. mind because I work at Fabiano Brothers. It's like a beer distributor. And we unload so much athletic brewing stuff. And I'm like, I wonder who's drinking these. And then I just want to ask, do you like them, dude? For sure, man. And, like, dude, honestly, like, the placebo effect, like, since I've really worked on getting sober and, like, if I'm a little tired, I'm not, like, crushing up an Adderall or, like, yeah. like being, being present with how I feel and, like, adapting naturally and being like, all right, I need to, like, I'll do 30 push-ups right now. That's going to wake me up a little. Cold uh, shower. But uh, now, like, these little things like the NA beers, if I drink, like, three of them, like, it's 0.3% alcohol or whatever. But I'm like, dang, I'm, I'm feeling a little good right now. I don't know about these. Should I be driving? Like, yeah. That's good, though, dude. dude. Yeah, for sure. And, like, dude, your, your body's, like, going to adapt to whatever happens and the same like levels of experiences are going to be available to you sober or not like it's just a matter of like how you're going to get those experiences you know right right dude now did you get onto those those non-alcoholic beers to help kick the other habit or did you like quit cold turkey and then after a while you know be like, you know, I'm going to go back and just try some non-alcoholic beers for, like, the taste. Like, how did – was that something? Yeah, it was fully cold turkey. Um, The day I decided, like, I was all shaky and super hungover, like, had went way too hard for a couple days in a row, like, made my girl really mad and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to make the so, girl mad first. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really good at that. I'm really good at that. 
<laughs> so I bopped over to Bear River, uh, the rehab in Petoskey or Boyne. I don't, I don't remember where any rehabs or psych wards are exactly, but <laughs> I, did, uh, I did three days there. And uh, just as kind of like uh, a marking point in my life, like, all right, there's the totem, the flag I'm planting in the ground. This is when sobriety starts. Like, I, I got to stick with it now. And now I just like, I got so many good flavors of tea at home, dude. And I just smash tea, man. <laughs> like, oh, so many that. good flavors, dude. But like, if I'm if I'm down at the river cabin or like doing operas with the friends and stuff, like, give me an NA beer for sure. Like, I just yeah. want to like crack something open and right be a part of it, you know. That's sweet, dude. I mean. <sighs> Would you even be able to tell the difference? Like, if I were to drink a Heineken, and then I were to drink a Heineken Zero, is it literally just the same taste? That's I, I've never tried an NA beer, so I wonder if I'd even know if someone like slipped me one at a party or something, you know? <laughs> like a reverse roofie. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, dude, they. Like, I gotta try that. Manufactured shit. good. They taste incredible. Like they really do. Huh. Damn. Oh, fuck. That's great. You have any more uh, questions, AJ? How did you come up? Yeah, I guess last question. I meant to ask it when we were kind of talking about the, uh, I don't know, when we first asked Chris how he's been. What? How did you come up with the Dharma Squad? What is that name? Where did that come from? So um, I've I've always been a little bit, on the woo-woo side as far as like you know um dharma essentially is is an old sanskrit word that means the the order of the universe so if a person is gonna find their dharma it's uh it's them finding the purpose that they feel like they were built for like so hmm. someone's dharma might be uh, like mowing an old lady's lawn across the oh. street that can't do it herself. Like I love mowing might... lawns. Shit. Me too, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> Hell yeah. And then you get a weed whack that shit. Oh, oh, dude. Chris, dude, you're talking oh, to bugger man. boys right now. That, uh, that's what oh, we're about. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That, that's Mowing true satisfaction. Is fucking incredible. Oh. <laughs> People that don't get to experience that don't know what they're missing. Like, oh my god, you get to listen to whatever you want to. If you want to blast cigs, you're good. Oh, like, yeah. oh you're getting me in that mood right now. I'm wishing the snow was gone. <laughs> Shit, it's freezing. I like, when, I like when that Man, grass a... is overgrown and you can just see your perfect line and you just keep falling it all. Dude, I could talk about this shit for days, I feel yes. like. <laughs> Do you guys ever play uh, tractor simulator games? No. I, I definitely have. I've downloaded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. No, I... <laughs> I've definitely downloaded it before and I've I've sat there for probably 30 minutes and just cut a fake lawn for sure. There you I... go, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you don't gotta stop because it's winter bro we got technology yeah, you're, you're right you're so fucking right maybe <laughs> if i get like some vr goggles or something too i could really just immerse myself into that like i don't know i'd need Share to have with the, some I'd, vibrate too 
Oh, <laughs> I would need to have something on my nose too, like a fresh cut grass scent, you know, just the whole nine. Open a gallon of gasoline in the room. Let's <laughs> get her going, bud. Oh fuck. What about you, B? You got any more questions? I think I I think I've heard what I've wanted to ask this guy. Um No, I think I'm I think I'm all set, but but yeah. Do you like mayonnaise or miracle whip? Dang dog, I hate both those things. All Thank right. you. Listen, man, I like it's like such a filler condiment. Right. You know what I mean? Like the, yep. there's really nothing to it. Like, yeah, you made my bread wet. It's a texture like, thing. It's sandwich lubricant, really, yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like hit me with some good butter or a nice <laughs> chutney. <laughs> oh, chutney, dude. Oh. What's chutney? Like a nice Are, are uh, you on that chutney scene? Yeah, dude, I've had a few chutneys in my day. I'm not, like, big into it, but I definitely, if there's a chutney coming on, like, uh, I've had a chutney on some steak before. That definitely hits in the right places. Yes, I mean. dude. <laughs> dude, it's funny because we can't see you. I, I feel like I'm not going to hear a response, and then I hear it. Just... Uh, yes, dude. <laughs> Actually, I do have you one got, more question. I do have one more question, but I'll let you finish. I, I just wanted to say I just made uh, apple, ginger, and cayenne chutney. Oh. That, this, this shit is like Vicks Vapor Rug for your mouth. <laughs> like, it is so good, man. I'm just, I'm waiting for the, the right day to go get some pork and just like some nice pork chops, you know, and soak them in that shit. But I'm, I'm all about the chutney scene, yeah. dude. Do that, go mow a lawn after. That'd be a good day. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, mow a lawn's eating chutney. <laughs> That—that's the name of the episode, right there. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. All right, my last question. This can be quick. If you were to be uh, sitting around a campfire, what's your go-to song that you would you would start off the old fire sesh with? Like on a guitar, what song would you would you you know lead into? You know. Oh man, um, what song would I lead into? <laughs> I I would say uh, just statistically, it's usually uh, dispatch songs mm. that are state radio, just because that's like what me and all the homies learned to play first when we were kids. So. Oh, easy, easy to still whip them out, you know? Right. Um, but I just got a banjo lately. Have you guys seen these? No. Motherfuckers? <laughs> a banjo. I've never even, I never heard of that shit. It's me... a tiny banjo with ukulele strings and ukulele tuning. And what? the thing just sounds like this sweet, warm, little, playful insect instrument. Like, and it's so much fun to just like, do little licks and progressions on and damn i'm trying to look one up on amazon it's uh it's one of the things that is definitely it's one of the good things that came out of douchebag hipster culture (laughs) like whoever invented that definitely commutes to work on a unicycle there she is yeah it kind of looks just like this right here my my fucking wi-fi is slow but dang the old banjo 
<laughs> and with the uke tuning, it's so much easier to play than the banjo tuning. Really? Yeah. Does a, yeah. Does a banjo have four strings or does it have six? Um, I, I had an acronym for back when I used to tune my banjo. Um, Chris Gibson does acid and then there's like a so it's c g d a i think there's uh on tenor banjos there's another string as well that's that's sick though chris c g a c g d a you gotta have mnemonic devices man life's too scary without them fuck all right. Well, I don't know. Do you want to run through? Do you want to rip through current events? Or do you think we're set? Because I don't really have great current events. Yeah, me neither. Um, I really don't. But um, Chris, is there anything that you really want to promote or that we didn't touch on that you want to get at? Oh man, not really, man. I mean, if if anyone <laughs> wants to come ski, come out to Otsego Resort. Uh, plenty of room. Uh, it's still one of the only resorts that you can ski onto every lift like save for saturdays you know like yep. no lines here baby that's right you know that you know that cabin right on the bunny hill the one that sits right you know front and center yeah yep the chalet uh, there yeah my family owns that cabin so next time i'm up there hopefully it's in the winter sometime it's usually empty so i'll i'll have to fucking you know we might we might have to crack open a few non-alcoholic beers together you know what i'm saying heck yeah man i got comp passes for days for you guys oh hell yeah, yeah. Man, fuck yeah i've been in that chalet before the first time i was in it uh the belarusian olympian girls stole my pants <laughs> and like i didn't have another pair of pants to wear i just woke up hung over and was like where the fuck are my pants and then i get a i get a text from one of the girls and it just says we have your pant <laughs> and they say no and so uh, i had i had to leave no pants that day we'll snag up them jeans bro dang i'll keep my eyes out then Belarusians. Were they nice pants? You know, uh, that phase <laughs> in my life, I don't think nice pants was really <laughs> an option. So, <laughs> I'm well. What's your guys's pants situation? Because I'm a one pair guy. Like, I'll get a really nice pair of like six eight sixes that have the perfect cut for my long skinny legs. Right. And I wear them until the holes start coming in, and then I'll buy another pair. But that, like, that's how I am too. Not, yeah, it doesn't Do you, make sense to have more than one pair. Right. Do you wash your jeans a lot though? No, no. I'm yeah, saying, me neither. Like, me neither. Once a week, like yeah. if it's if I'm gonna wear it to work, I'll wash it once a week just because you never know what kind of like piss and shit might be gathering <laughs> up down there in the bowels. <laughs> yeah, I'd say I have a few pair of jeans that I kind of cycle through, but yeah, maybe seven wears and then they go in the wash, just like you're saying. So for I mean, sure, and I mean, I got denim, man. You're like don't want to wash no, that all the time. Like no. You're cutting through I, the lifespan. Yeah, I got right. a few color. I got light and some dark. That's that's basically my variety. I'm not not too stylish with that shit. You uh, we talking skinny jeans, boot cut? No, I had to what give. I, I had to give up the skinny jeans. They uh, 
They look like my my legs are like an upside down triangle or something because my legs are a little <laughs> a little thicker up top and really skinny below the kneecaps. So you got some skinny legs, AJ. It, it don't make it look right, you know. <laughs> so I try to go with a nice regular fit, something that can slide over <laughs> some boots if I'm wearing them, or yeah, some shoes if I'm wearing them. Something you can bend over in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Chris. Uh, thank you for joining us. I mean, it's it's great to hear your voice and just your voice. I mean, it would have been <laughs> it would have been cool if the cam worked, but you know that's just how life happens sometimes. Shit just shit just doesn't go your way, and that's that's okay. We accept that shit. So again, thanks Sorry for taking the, the time. Hey, <laughs> you relax. We're finishing a podcast. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Hey, you're good. You're good. That's perfect. Dude, I'll probably take you up on one of those comp passes here soon. So, yeah, please do. Brad, AJ, it's been awesome talking to you guys. And thank you so much for having me on. Hell yeah, brother. You're much welcome, love. Bro. Much love. Keep up the good work. And we're, we're seeing everything you're doing. We'll start sharing some of your clips. We're pretty bad on social media, but we'll share as much as we can. <laughs> Hell yeah, guys. All right, peace out, friends. Love you guys. I assume you threw up a peace sign, but I'll never know. (laughs) I I dabbed, and then I did a backflip. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, all right.